Welcome to Community Concepts on localjobnetwork.com radio, where we discuss the connection of jobs and the community. I'm your host, Azure Mahara, and today we're talking about being a woman and having a career in the military. Our in-studio guest is Ellen Kozel from Veterans for Diversity. So Ellen, um, welcome. Why don't you start off by telling us what is Veterans for Diversity? Well, Veterans for Diversity started out in 2008 as Vets Do Ask, Do Tell. It was an LGBT website for veterans listing programs designed by the VA specifically targeting LGBT veterans. We found that we were helping more than just LGBT veterans community and changed our name to Veterans for Diversity Incorporated in January of 2012. We now, you know, broaden our perspective and uh, I'm one of the original co-founders. How did did you get involved? You you said that you're a co-founder. How did you start up the group? Uh, Well, it started up, uh, there was a LGBT support group at the VA, and the idea came about that, you know, we should be doing more for LGBT veterans, and I was uh, owner of a web hosting company at the time, and also a web designer, so I went ahead and set up a website and started collecting information concerning LGBT veterans. And it took off, and the next thing we knew, we decided that uh, the website wasn't enough, so we decided to form an organization. In June of uh, 2008, we incorporated as an LLC, as Veterans Vets Do Ask Do Tell LLC in the state of Wisconsin, and became an official organization. And you guys have programs now, and you actually meet with a group so it's kind of grown into that, correct? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have memberships. Um, we accept anybody and everybody. Um, that's why it's now Veterans for Diversity, because we help more than just LGBT veterans. We help any vet that comes through the door. And uh, we've had a lot of different vets come through the door and always there to assist them whenever they need need you know, help. Right. And I've spent some time on your website and and you have, it seems like different programs that you do, different support groups and things like that, um, that you guys rotate in and, and get involved with. Um, so you kind of help a broad spectrum, like you had just said, um, you kind of opened up and it's, you know, it's more veterans for diversity now. What would you say is your, your main mission there? Well, our main mission is to assist LGBT veterans find resources within the VA that are available to them as they come available. We have very good connections with the Milwaukee VA uh, with people in there, and we've developed very strong relationships with key personnel at the VA and explain the needs of these veterans. We also educate the public in issues concerning diversity and supplying resources to organizations and companies to develop diversity plans to better serve the community. Again, I say, you know, we don't turn no veteran away, regardless of their beliefs, as long as they respect the work of the organization. Uh, matter of fact, I have the vice president is on her way to Minnesota to uh, Metropolitan University to do two workshops. 
and, and it's amazing how far your organization has come um, by just starting off, you know, like you had said, building a website. So it's definitely inspiring for others out there that would like to start some uh, support group in the, their community. We kind of decided to have a quick conversation today on community concepts because I wanted to talk about being a woman and being in the military and kind of having a career there. I had read a statistic, and it was according to the Military's Advisory Committee on Women in the Service, that women are underrepresented in higher ranks of the military and have a lower promotion uh, rate than their male um, counterparts. So do you have any tips out there for women who are looking to advance in their career path than they're in the military? Well, there has been a steady increase of women enlisting in the service, and as the numbers increase, the military is having growing pains. That's typical, you know, anytime this change, you know, especially like the Navy. Um, women are now going to sea, which uh, men feel threatened because that's taking positions away from them, you know, especially when it rotates out to shore duty, that women are doing shore duty, and that means that men have to spend more time at sea. Also, you know, it's important uh, for any service person to remember in order to advance in the service that education and their rate or MOS, their physical readiness, training, and their overall attitude and volunteering for extra types of duties in service and out and, you know, taking opportunities to show leadership skills is very important in the military. Okay. So I think that you know that's a that's a great tip and i even think that in your civilian job you know if you if you came back from the military and wanted to get a civilian job that's same some of the t- some of the same tips that we would give you know get involved take every opportunity you can to kind of prove that you're a leader and and do the the extra things go above and beyond so that kind of goes right along with what we're saying. And, have, and you said that you've seen more women getting involved in the military. Um, has there, have you seen any progress in the recent years regarding the advancement of women? I've been out, you know, for over 30 years. So uh, it was very limited when I was in. So it's definitely probably gone up since then. Since oh, yes. <laughs> I, I watch a lot, a lot of programs uh, concerning the military. And I see a lot more women aviators. I see women in control positions and uh, leadership roles in the Navy and in the Army that weren't there before. So I would say there's definitely, you know, the military starting to open up to women. And I think it's because of the pressures of uh, the fact that it's an all-volunteer service now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they no longer have as many men joining the military, so they have to open up and allow women to take more responsive roles. What I'd like to, to kind of point out, too, is whatever, you know, is, is going on, whatever the reason is, um, I like to focus, and maybe that's just me being the positive person that I am, but I like to focus on the fact that there is progress going on that there is advancement happening um, so that for the women listeners out there to just be encouraged by that and and try to just keep on with those tips that you had mentioned before and know that, you know, progress is being made, you know, even if it's little little by little, it's it's going on. Would you well, agree? We've, we've, we've got our first women, woman general at the Pentagon. So, I mean, 
that says something right there. And the other thing, too, is, you know, your skill, you might not think your military skills carry to civilian life, but they do. I mean, it made a big difference to me going from military to civilian that a lot of the skill sets as far as discipline and readiness, teamwork, those type of skills, companies look for that because they look for people that are willing to jump in and be part of teams, you know, and today teams in the civilian life are just as important as they were in the military life. So mm-hmm. they look, a lot of companies are looking for those type of people. On the flip side, did you have anything that you took from your civilian life that helped you be successful in your career in the military? Not really. I went in right out of high school, and I got 99% of my education in the military. Okay. And then when I got out, I used GI Bill and went to college on GI Bill and did continuing education thereafter and got an engineering degree in electronics engineering. And when computers came out, I was able to sort of slide over into computer. So you are uh, kind of just broke right into those, breaking those stereotypes, didn't you? You went, you went into a male-dominated military and then into a, you know, um, stereotypically male-dominated field of engineering as well. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to take a step in, in a different direction and mm-hmm. um, talk about, it's also been surveyed that women seem to have a higher divorce rate than men um, that are in the military. Do you have any advice for couples that are married women or couples that are in the the military that kind of want to hold on to that, keep their family together and kind of, but they also want to focus on building their career. Do you have any tips for for the women out there? Uh, You should never marry a military man. (laughs) (laughs) A military couple life can be very straining. You you can be deployed or go on a cruise for six months, you know, or nine months or a year. And once you return, your spouse may deploy shortly afterwards. So it could end up being that you never see each other. Right. So just keep that in mind if and we can't say ne- we can't say never, but um if you do happen to fall in love with somebody else that's in the military, which I'm sure it's easy to do, especially, you know, that's who you're surrounded by. Your tips would just be to to kind of understand that that's a straining relationship. And, I mean, do you suggest therapy? Do you suggest, I mean, what would be the number one thing that you think a couple needs to have in order to make that relationship work? Marriage needs to be based on trust. And when men and women are deployed, the rings sort of go off. So, however, not all men and women do this, but many do. So it's, you know, a thing that happens and it's just, it's just the nature of the beast that, Mm -hmm. you know, you're away from home for for long periods of time and you do get lonely. Right. So I, you know, and I think that's, I completely agree with you that trust is the number one thing that you need to have in any kind of relationship or marriage. And if you have the trust there, then you'd be able to, I would think you'd be able to focus on other things at hand, such as progressing in your career or, you know, focusing in on that next step that you need to take to kind of advance. Would you agree? Right. Okay. Yeah. 
there's lots of correspondence courses that you can take when you're on deployment, you know, so there's things that you can do to better yourself even when you're away from home. Okay. So maybe the another thing would be if you happen to be at home and finding yourself with idle hands, focus on doing things that could also help improve your career and keep you occupied to what, you know, is that something you would suggest? Oh, sure. You know, the, you, you could go to school, take some nighttime courses at one of the local colleges. Um, one thing I learned when I got out of high school, I was so sick of school. And then when I got in the military, I found out how important education mm-hmm. was. Absolutely. Because the more education you have, the quicker you can advance in the military. So education is the most important thing. And is there anything that the significant other or um, the spouse of someone can do if they have um, a significant other or spouse in the military that could be of a support? Is there anything that, you know, they can do to kind of help that person be successful? The big thing is making sure communications with them on a regular basis you know, today they got Skype and they got most places have phones is making those regular phone calls, writing letters back and forth, keeping in touch, letting each one know what the other one's doing or feeling, you know, and uh, trying to stay in touch and communication's the big thing. If you don't have the communication going on between each other, it can get pretty devastating. Right. I, I would imagine that would get a little stale almost. Exactly. And there would be like that friend that you talk to once a year, you know, with the, with the basic questions. What have you been up to, you know? Exactly. That's when things start to fall apart because you're, you know, you start to lose the connection that you had when you first got married. Right. You at uh, Veterans for Diversity, you guys have a, different support groups and things like that. How can joining a support group help women um, who are currently in the service deal with some of the hurdles that they're facing, whether it be in their relationship or advancing in their career in the military? You know, how can that? How can the support groups help them through those those issues? The VA has some very good support groups going right now for OEF and people coming out of Afghanistan, uh, so in Iraq, and uh, they have some very good transition groups. I've talked to some female vets in preparation for this interview, and one woman said that if it wasn't for the VA, she wouldn't have known. Her transition would have been a horror show. And I talked to another woman before they had the program that said, that she was devastated coming out of the military because there were no transition programs available to her. So it definitely makes a big difference having the programs available in mm-hmm. your local VAs uh, have these programs available. Plus, there's a lot of organizations out there that will help a vet find a job, find employment. The VA has, the, in Wisconsin, there's... Um, a person called, uh, her name's Carol Morgan, and she sends out emails to all the organizations on a regular basis with employment openings for veterans, and most of the organizations get these emails. So just checking in with an organization and seeing what's available from time to time, you might find a job listing that, you know, something that you might be interested in and within the state, and... uh, 
something that can be beneficial to you where you can use your military skills going forward. Right. Because there is a lot of companies out there that are willing to hire vets, and they go, and they do send it to the Wisconsin Veterans Liaison, and she publishes them on a daily basis as they come through. So she sends them out to all of us. But I get probably two, three emails a day from her, saying, you know, this job in in Milwaukee or this job out in Sheboygan or this company out in Green Bay has an opening, has one opening or two openings, and they're looking for this. Uh, here's the skill set. Here's what they're looking for. Anybody interesting, you know, can apply, and here's the contact information. Right. So we had talked about, you know, how support groups can help if you're coming out of the military. What if you are currently in the military? Is there any ways to still be involved in support groups um, while currently in while serving? Or what about if you're just thinking about going into the military and you're, you know, you know that you're going to be deployed or anything like that, and you just want to have a support group for that? You know, how can those, how can that help that, that population of career military women? Yeah, from what I've heard is uh, that basically the only thing available is chaplain. If you really need to talk to somebody is to go see the chaplain. I mean, that's while you're serving? Right. Okay. I've I've looked online to see if there's anything electronic out there that they could go to. And uh there's lots lots of organizations claiming that they have these online groups, but then when you go to the when you go to their site there's nothing really there. So there's I haven't been able to find anything really online that military personnel could go to. So if there are listeners out there know of any, please, please feel free to get a hold of Ellen at Veterans for Diversity. Um, Ellen, do you want to give out the website real quick? Oh, sure. It's uh, www.veteransfordiversity.us. And we and you can send it to info at veteransfordiversity.us and uh, we'll post it on our website. Perfect. All right. Um, well, there, we have you know a few more questions before we wrap up here, but you know we we were just talking about the internet and things like that, um, and hopefully that you know has helped made things easier for veterans that you know want to keep in touch with their significant others that would like to find resources to advance and finding some support groups. What via even it, you know even if it came down to helping email. Um, somebody as yourself to just kind of get that extra encouragement. Is that something that you would suggest that some of the veterans do, or do you have any tips that of modern technology that they could use to kind of... Yeah, they can use Skype today um, because you can get Internet pretty much any place, and Skype gives you face-to-face contact. Uh, we use it for meetings sometimes uh, because we have a lot of our people are spread out all over the place. So we'll, if we have a meeting, we'll use Skype, you know, to bring people into the meeting and it gives us a way of communicating without having the person actually here. So that works out real well for us and I'm sure it would work out for, you know, if you wanted to see your kids and you're deployed, you could 
get on Skype and be able to see your kids and talk to them and make them right. happy and feel good. Um, Would you say the same thing for social media, um, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, being able to connect with your family from afar, um, just being, able, you know, even if you're not in the same time zone and maybe don't have the time to always Skype once a day, but just knowing, oh, this is what, so, you know, this is what my son or um, this is what my, my wife did today or my husband did today, I, you know, is, do you think that that's helpful? Oh, yeah. All, on social media, you have to be careful being in the military as far as where you're at, what you're doing because because of security reasons. Understandable. Yep, absolutely. You know, how can someone find a group or a support group in their area of other women that are in the military that are looking to either, you know, advance in their career or keep their personal relationships healthy while advancing in their career? I mean, do you, how would somebody find these, you know, groups like yourself? I would look for women veterans support groups on the internet. It would be the most beneficial. Did you have any other last-minute tips for any of our women veterans out there that have a career in the military and, you know, are just looking to be really successful at it? Do you have any general tips or any do's or don'ts that you think you should share? Basically, I think the best thing is education. Know your MOS. Know your rate because that's very important. Your performance on your job is important because um, how you perform in in the rate you're at or, you, or the MOS you're in is going to be a lot in determining your advancement. And also leadership, try to show that you can lead. There's lots of opportunities to show leadership. Make make it a point if you're not in a position to show leadership with within your military structure, try to find outside sources so you can gain the skills of leadership and then demonstrate it in a military setting. Because the more leadership you can show, the further you're going to go in the military because the command structure is looking for leaders all the time. Well, I think you had a lot of great insight um, for all of our women, women veterans out there and Um, women that we have serving and I wanted to say thank you to all the women out there that are serving we definitely appreciate what you're doing and the efforts that you're making and the sacrifices you're you're doing in your life but we are out of time wanted to thank you again Ellen for from Veterans for Diversity for coming in and talking with us today Um, listeners if you have any ideas for future topics on community concepts please feel free to email me at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com I'm Azure Mahara with the localjobnetwork.com radio, and thanks for listening.